0: Mitty is back to help us talk about the last 10 minutes of Hell Comes to Frogtown. Plus, we tally up the scores from last week's predictions and play some Roddy Piper trivia. All that and more next on Hold the Middle. We're two busy dads who don't have time to watch the whole movie. So we watch just the beginning and end of a movie, then try our best to fill in the gap. I'm Dan. I'm Steven. And this is Hold the Middle. Did you guys watch the last 10
1: minutes? Yeah, they, it was I, something.
0: I I loved it. I I, w- I think <laughs> I would actually watch the middle of the movie. This really reminded me, because uh, I have two older brothers. One's five years older and one's 10 years older. This reminds me of a movie that they totally would have watched in like the late eighties when I was a kid, it just reminded me of like Mad Max or uh,
1: what did you say last week? Smitty escape, escape to New York, escape from New York.
0: Um, I, I could or, have seen this or, on
1: like uh, USA up all night or something like that.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Um, last Saturday I did go pick up a copy of hell comes to frog town nah. on Blu-ray from the local shop here. So I will be wow. watching the whole thing. And there's uh, quite a few special features on there.
2: Smitty, uh, what are some of the extras on the uh, DVD or the Blu-ray? Excuse me.
1: So we've got an audio commentary with uh, director Donald G. Jackson and writer-producer Randall Frax. There's a video interview with Randall Frax, uh, a video feature called Grappling with Green Gargantuans with Vardy Piper, a creature feature with creator Steve Wang interview, some extended scenes, uh, quite a bit for a low-budget movie. From uh, 1988.
2: I- I'm surprised I've never heard of it before we did this.
1: Me neither. It's, like I said, it's one of those titles I- I've heard, but no one has told me, like, you should watch this. Um, I don't recall ever seeing it, like, coming up on the cable guide on TV or anything like that. No, it's no. It's just something That's I've been aware of.
0: Kind of I'm going to text my brothers and ask them if, if they've seen
1: or heard of this movie.
0: Were I'd be brothers, shocked if they didn't.
2: Were your brothers wrestling fans?
0: Yeah. Especially my the one that's five years older. Huge wrestling fan. Loved Roddy Piper. He would have been the right age for this movie in 1988. He's had to have, have heard
2: of it. I would have too. And I mean, I, I don't remember. Maybe it just wasn't the kind of movie they were marketing to the WWF audience in 1988. But I mean, that was right in my wheelhouse then. 88. I was watching a lot of wrestling. I don't remember them ever mentioning Roddy Piper being in hell comes to Frogtown.
1: Well,
0: he left, he left WWF for a couple of years Mm -hmm. around that time. It may have been to make these movies that he made in the late eighties. I don't know, but I know from like 86 to 89 or something or 87, 89, I don't think he was around too much.
1: Yeah. He came back. I want to say it was WrestleMania five where he had the Piper's pit in the ring. He didn't wrestle at that event, but that's when I remember his return being, I could be wrong, but that's. That's
0: a great segue to some Roddy Piper trivia. If you guys want to kick things off with that. I like
1: it. Sure. All
0: right. All right. Well, let's start with what is Roddy Piper's real name?
1: (laughs) Rowdy? Uh, I have no No. guess here.
0: His real name is Roderick Toombs.
1: Ah, I should have known last name. He has a daughter that wrestles now, and I think she goes by her last name, the Tombs. Okay. Is she in WWE? No. uh, She's done an appearance or two for AEW. I'm not really sure who she's signed with right now. Uh, She she appeared very early on for AEW, maybe in like a women's battle royal or something like that.
0: Mm, Gotcha. All right. Um, By the way, he was born in Saskatchewan, Canada, but he Can- is of Scottish descent. Interesting. Okay. Okay. In a famous early Piper's Pit segment in 1984, Piper smashed a coconut over the head of and rubbed bananas in the face of what
1: wrestled. <laughs> I know this one, so I'll, I'll let Dan go.
2: Um, I would only um, be able to make a guess, and it'd probably be wrong, but I would say um. Uh, adorable Adrian Adonis. It's a good guess.
1: Smitty, uh, super fly, Jimmy snooker.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. That's, it's a very
0: famous early, early <laughs> Piper's pit segment where he just, he breaks a coconut over his head.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't think it was a rigged coconut either. I think it was an actual coconut. It
0: looked real. Yeah. And then he started rubbing, <laughs> rubbing bananas in his face. <laughs> How embarrassing. Um, all right. I think this will be an easy one. Who did Piper fight in WrestleMania two and what type of match was it? Uh, I got to guess. No, go ahead. Smitty.
1: I'm actually drawing a blank here. I mean, I know in WrestleMania one, he teamed up with, you know, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff against Hogan and Mr. T, but WrestleMania two, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. He I w- In WrestleMania 1, he
0: refused to be pinned by Mr. T. Um, and that kind of developed a real was, rivalry him, between him and Mr. T. And I was going to say Mr. 2. T. Were you? It was I, Mr. T. I swear I was. Wow. Uh, you should
2: have okay. said it. should have said it. I was like, no, because I remember the front of one of the WrestleMania covers was Hogan and Mr. T. And I was like, no, hmm. that's so it's not Mr. T that Rowdy Piper wrestled.
0: Damn it. it was Mr. T and they fought in a boxing match. Ah, that's yeah. right. That's right. And I believe Piper got disqualified.
2: Sounds about right. All right.
0: Number yeah. four, two left. Uh, Smitty, you alluded to WrestleMania five. That is when he made his big return. Uh, he did not wrestle, but he had a special guest on Piper's pit that he used a fire extinguisher on.
1: I know who this you is. Guys- do you guys do you guys know? Go who ahead. It is? you
2: know what I, I would just be guessing.
1: Uh Morton Downey Jr.
0: Yeah, correct. Talk show host, Morton Downey Jr.
1: Get blowing smoke in Piper's face. Yeah. Smoking a cigarette he, I in the rain. He
0: actually pissed Piper off. Yeah. <laughs> like in real life. <laughs> All right, last one. Dan, right. this one might be up your alley. All right, let's see. What was Piper's character's name in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? He played a wrestling in a couple episodes.
2: I have, I should get this because just last week I heard a clip from that episode. Um, it was like mad dog or Hawk or or the, (laughs) the, uh, something along the Eagle or I don't remember. Uh,
0: I love
1: your guesses. Smitty, do you have any clue? No clue. I, I didn't know he was even on there.
0: He played a rest, a wrestler based on Mickey Rourke's character from the wrestler. And his character name was Domaniac. maniac. <laughs> <a>
1: maniac. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. All right. I, I just yeah. want to toss out there two. the a biography on Roddy Piper is amazing. So if you haven't seen that, I'm going to recommend that, uh, there's a story about his leather jacket having to be lined with Kevlar because he got stabbed several times at different incidents by fans because they hated Sheesh. him that much. This, this was prior to WWE or WWF wow. at the time, but yeah. So uh,
0: I would say all of those A&E biographies are really good. Like there's a Bret Hart one and a Shawn Michaels good. Shawn Michaels one that I remember watching. I really liked
1: the iron Sheik one is really good too. Oh, I don't
0: know if I've seen that one.
2: All right. All right. Should we get into the movie? I think we should. Smitty, why don't you We're get all us here here it? Why don't, you, why don't you start us off?
1: So I think we all started at the same spot. Uh, Captain Devlin was holding a rocket launcher on Sam Hell and his crew.
0: That's the guy from the beginning, right?
1: Yeah. He, he okay. was the uh, officer that broke the bottle over his head.
0: Right. Okay. I wrote that down as a question because I wasn't positive. So he, it turns out he's a bad guy. He's like, he's like an arms dealer or something. It looks like,
1: yeah, I know he's kind of threatening. Uh, like, I guess he has like a nuclear weapon he alludes to, which I can't imagine is the rocket launcher. So uh, yeah. I thought it was the rocket launcher, which
0: I didn't know you could shoot a nuclear warhead out of a rocket launcher. You, you can't, <laughs> You you can't, let's yeah. just get that. Well, you and, can. and they didn't they tried and they didn't
2: no uh, there's some really questionable judgment from uh, a couple of the characters in the movie right up here on this ledge did you guys notice that that he's about to launch a rocket launcher and he's standing on the edge of a cliff <laughs> don't you think that when he launches it it's going to knock him backwards this is a really dumb yeah, really. place to stand yeah and then it comes up you're again right.
0: later you're absolutely right good call Where where are we in like a rocky desert.
1: So, um, yeah. And I do, I do have a note about where they're at, but, uh, I want to wait a little bit before I mention it. Oh,
0: I have a note too. I wonder if it's the same one.
1: I I bet it is. All right. Uh, Let's see.
0: Is it it
2: that they're like, you know, a half hour outside of frog town? No, I'm I'm,
1: I'm actually disappointed because I don't feel like we ever got to see frog town. So I don't think so. I don't Mm. think
0: this is frog town. No. Doesn't seem I like think it. they've already been to Frogtown. Right.
1: So, Maybe, okay. Yeah.
0: This guy is kind of holding this the group hostage. It's basically Sam Hell, the nurse, the military-looking woman from the beginning, and then there's five other women there with them. And they're all kind of on their knees in the desert. He's got the rocket launcher pointed at them. And uh While he's got, while he's doing that, Piper's sort of whispering behind him to the girl behind him, like through his teeth. He's like, hand me the sword because he's got a sword in his back. But his hands are up here, aren't they?
2: Or are they on his side? Do you remember where his hands were? It seems like it would have been easier or faster for him to grab the sword himself rather than have a girl behind him take it out and hand it to him. You're right. I don't. Yeah, know.
1: I feel like where his hands are at, maybe it's just out of reach, and he kind of needs a bump oh, up from gotcha. the sword. Gotcha. I,
2: I was. I was a little impressed with his acting. I thought that scene was believable. His performance was pretty good there. He was like, "Hand me the sword, or we're all gonna die." <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was not that.
0: She was uh, reluctant to do it, and she said something, but I couldn't understand what she said. I didn't. Uh, know right?
1: she said, she said she's a passive.
0: Oh, oh, she's a passive. What does that
2: mean? Yeah. Like she's a pacifist. The, the, yeah. She doesn't fight. Yeah. Uh, that, that's how bad. I
1: took it. Okay.
2: Yeah. I was wondering if all these girls were pregnant already. I think we not find yet. out later the answer. No, not yet. yet. Just, yeah. Uh, anyway, she does hand him the sword just in time because the guy is taking way too long. Like a bond villain to, Describe what he's going to be doing to everyone. He's going to kill them all and how much he's going to enjoy it. So hell gets the sword and he throws it through the dude's chest.
0: Right Right, through his chest,
2: right through his chest. Good throw, good throw. And because he's standing on the ledge, he of course falls backward and he's over the edge.
0: Yep. I thought Piper had a good line. He said, after he threw the sword, he said, long winded son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs)
2: He's not uh, a so, bad actor. He's not a bad actor. No, he's, a he's good. good. I think he's good.
1: Yeah. And, and, and I'm telling you, he he's even better in They Live. So, you know, please. Cool. You know, I was looking at his
0: movie resume on IMDb, which is kind of difficult with wrestlers because they put all of the wrestling events on IMDb. So you got to like sift through it to find the actual movies. But he had a run of three movies right in 1987, 88. Of they live, hell comes to Frog Town, and uh, another movie called Buy and Sell. Okay. After that, it really things really slowed down for him, and maybe it was because he went back to wrestling full time, and that's what he focused on. But I feel like he's a good enough actor; he could have had a pretty successful career. Maybe if he'd never gotten into wrestling to begin with. Yeah, but that was always his original passion. But he's a better actor than John Cena. Look at John Cena.
1: When you looked up his uh, filmography, was there a movie called Body Slam that maybe came before this and they live? That sounds familiar. I I feel like he was in that movie. I I saw it when I was a kid. It starred the guy that played face on the A-team as like a wrestling promoter. Uh, I don't remember a lot about it. I saw it one time and uh, it's one of those I always kind of meant to go revisit, but forgot about, you know, off and on.
2: One thing I made a note of here, and, and you already brought up Sunny that he was on it's always Sunny in Philadelphia. And Smitty, I don't know if you ever saw that performance, but the guy, the bad guy, the what was his name? The is that uh, the war Captain Devlin. Captain Devlin has a voice in this, a very kind of scratchy, rough voice. And I swear Roddy Piper in Sonny is doing an imitation of Captain Devlin. His voice is identical. It is that identical. Is a hot take.
0: That's a hot take. I, I wish that I had, the had best time. Best thing to you've prepare said on this podcast.
2: I wish <laughs> I had time to prepare this because
0: it's it's identical. It's hilarious. Yes, you're right. You're exactly right. I wish I um, could ask Roddy Piper about it. Yeah, I know. Right.
2: It's going to happen. <laughs> uh, all right. So moving on. Uh, the guy has gone over the edge and uh, Hell tells the blonde head nurse or whatever she is, the med tech to stay with the girls. And he's going to go and track this guy down. And I guess he has to make sure he's dead. I thought for sure he was dead. I never even crossed my mind. He wouldn't be
0: right. They go down and they, they don't find the body, but they see the sword laying on the ground. So yeah. he's pulled the sword out and escaped, which yeah, I got to hand it to the guy. If you throw a sword in my chest, I'm done. Like, I'm not going to try to pull it out or survive or anything. (laughs) Just checking out. Just going to check out at that point. Yeah. Just kind of give up. Even if I pull the sword out, like how much longer do I have to live?
1: Yeah. Right. You're just gushing blood at that point. So, yeah,
0: there is some blood, which I don't, did, did your guy, Steve Wang make the blood? Uh,
1: I don't know about the blood. I did see one thing about Steve Wang that, uh, He made all of the frog costumes, the full makeup job for 12,000 bucks total.
0: Wow. I was impressed with the one frog costume we saw, but I was not impressed with the blood. It looked like orange tomato soup to me. The the blood on, (laughs) on hell's face. No, the blood, there was blood spots on the ground from where uh, Uh, Captain Devlin walked away. It was like puddles of orange
2: tomato paste does that remind you orange tomato paste type blood? Does that remind you of the mess in any other movie? Kind of a late eighties movie, not a B movie, mm-hmm. but really close to it. Um, Could have been mm, the remnants? same guy. Could have been the same makeup guy. Trimmers. Do you remember oh, those you things remember. exploded? They all had yeah. kind of orangey, gross, mushy blood and guts. And I wonder That's if right. he worked on, I wonder if he worked on oh, that movie.
0: That was his, uh, <laughs> calling was his signature. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh hell's look, hell's going after the guy while the girls wait behind for him. And he does find the body and the guy's uh, captain Devlin's is just laying on the ground. Hell kicks him and nudges him, I guess just to confirm that he's dead, but of course he's not dead. As soon as hell walks away, the guy gets up and, points a a gun at uh, Sam Hell, but he makes like a noise with his boot and Hell hears it with just enough time to turn around and shoot him. And now he finally is dead.
1: I mean, Hell could have easily shot that rocket launcher too. I mean, that would have been bad. Just kind of just turned around and fired. He does
0: grab it um, before he kind of walks away from the area. So what's next? I think next is the explosion. There's just a kind of an explosion out of nowhere.
2: Yeah. Right. And, and did you notice what he said when the missile kind of came and, and landed and he puts his head down? He says something. No, I wasn't hundred no. percent sure what he said. I think he says Spango. Oh, I thought, okay. oh. he
0: says Spangle.
1: Yes. Spangle. That's the blonde.
0: Yes. Oh, okay.
1: So, Spangle. Spango.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're we're seeing that he ha- he cares about the blind maybe he has feelings for her.
2: i see i got you it was her name all right i wasn't sure about that uh yeah he comes around the corner now the missile is blown up right he comes around the corner looking for everybody but the car that they were driving in that him and all the girls had been in where he was with in the first 10 minutes is completely blown up and yeah it's in pieces yeah, and, yeah. Fro- and he goes and, he's- and oh, I don't know. I guess he didn't say it. I I guess I wrote it. I said frogmen. Frogmen <laughs> were there, and they they say we got him.
0: Yeah, yeah. I we look at another vehicle. So go ahead, Smitty.
1: No, looking at that car too. After it's blown up, it looked like there was only one seat in the car to begin with. Did you guys notice that? It got- looked no- like there.
0: I, it-, it definitely looked like there were not enough parts. On the ground right. to make up a whole car, it was just yeah, like it looked, a, it looked like a steering wheel and like a couple quarter panels laying on the ground.
1: Like the body was blown off, but it was just the one seat still like attached to the actual bottom yeah. piece of the yeah. car.
0: Well, it was
2: it was destroyed. I mean, come on, we're, we're suspending <laughs> disbelief here, guys. We, we're we're in a, a town with frogmen. <laughs> That's
1: true. That's true. <laughs>
2: this this uh, shouldn't so be where we picked the movie apart.
0: <laughs> another vehicle pulls up and um, this is where we got this frog man and like a little scavenger guy with him. And uh, he says, we got him. Oh, you just said that, didn't you? Yeah, I did say that. That's all right. He had a really interesting voice. Like I really liked the frog's voice. I couldn't dare to do it, try and do it myself, but.
1: Did you pick so, up on the frog name?
0: Yes, no. I did. Did you? Yeah. Was yes. it
1: squid lips? No. No, no, not squid uh, lips. It it was Uh, Toady. Toady.
0: Oh, okay. I did pick him on that, but I just assumed that was a nickname, like Hell's nickname for him. It it could be. I wrote down that it was Toady like
2: a toad, T-O-A-D-Y. But then I saw in the credits, it was like T-O-T-Y.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, so that is his actual name. Yeah.
2: Well, I I mean, there was a lot of weird names in the credits. I don't know. I wrote down a few
0: of them. I thought Hell just called them all Toady. Like, obviously because they're <laughs> tow people. Uh he's he's pointing the rocket launcher at them and says, if you want to live, run. So that the scavenger guy starts to run away and then Toadie starts to run and he says, Not you, Toadie. We're going down together.
2: <laughs> because he has <laughs> a nuclear weapon, a nuclear warhead nuclear on this rocket launcher.
0: Yeah, now Tody's scared. He puts his hands over his face and he's like, "No!" <laughs> <laughs> but the weapon doesn't work. He pulls the trigger and nothing happens. Tody laughs. I forget how what the laugh sounded like. Then Hell, he, as he's laughing, Hell pulls another gun and starts firing at the vehicle. And uh, Toady goes like, "Oh." Something like that. And then ducks.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he wasn't expecting someone to have a gun probably because no one's allowed to have guns.
0: Right. Especially green. Uh, That's true.
2: So now hell is, is like looking around for stuff, right? I don't know if he dropped something and he looking, he's looking for the sword, but he almost backs off the edge. This is the second time that someone almost (laughs) falls off the edge of like, just stay away from this thing. What are (laughs) you guys doing? This is so dumb. It's hard to almost n- make yourself fall off the edge of a cliff, but we see it twice right. in, in like two minutes.
0: Yeah. They really want to establish that that cliff is there. Yeah. And that comes into play with the fight.
2: Yeah, that's true. Um, so he tries to kill Toadie with the sword now. Uh, no luck. He gets punched in the face and he's got a big bloodied face. I thought the blood here looked pretty
0: good. It I, thought this, I yeah. thought this whole Good fight job. was a lot of fun. Yeah, Toady like jumps on him from from a from like a little cliff and does like a rock bottom to to Piper. <laughs> like he just he kind of picks him up by the chest and slams him in the ground, and then he kicks him in the privates, which is a low blow because we know that those are very important privates. And, and uh, he uh, smiles, yeah,
2: of- doesn't he? Doesn't he? Because he, he's wearing the thing, doesn't he? Smile, or is he, I think he does. He does. I think he did. I'm not a hundred percent.
0: But there's a lot of rolling around and punching. We get shots of hell reaching for the sword because the sword is just out of reach. Um, um,
2: I, I am not. Uh, I, clearly, I have not seen the whole movie. But at this point, I'm not hating the frogman. I think they're kind of endearing a little bit. This guy, he's not. He he made me. He amused me a, a bit. I'm, I'm not anti frogman, really.
0: I totally agree. Like I said, I like yeah. the voice. Uh, Steve Wang did an awesome job with $12,000. Yeah. Um, I thought the costume looked good.
1: No, it was definitely impressive. And I think that 12,000 was on all the frog costumes. So the ones we haven't seen yet
2: yeah. that wow, are crazy. in the middle of the movie. So, yeah. So hell is grasping for the sword. They're kind of fighting near the edge. He drops it again. And this was a, this is a great part. He's got the toady has got him. And he pokes the toady in the eyes like uh, Mo would poke Curly in the eyes. Totally. I thought it was really, he's like, boom, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then punches him over the edge of the ledge. And uh, now he's laying on the ground, but toady is, is hanging on by holding on to Hell's leg.
0: Yep. And he's kind of pulling Hell with him. They're yeah. going to both go over yeah. the cliff if Hell doesn't do something. Yeah. But he does something. So maybe what does he do?
1: Uh, he, doesn't he grab the sword and chop his hand off?
2: He chops the dude's hand off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd be a little worried there coming down with that sword that I might hit my own leg.
1: You know, one thing too, about the eye poke, I'm pretty sure Piper did use that move as a heel in WWF back in the day. So oh, he
0: had to, uh, yeah, yeah, totally.
1: But I also noticed too, when Toadie hit the ground, he had both of his hands. So I'm not really sure what happened too. there.
0: Oh, I didn't notice that.
1: <laughs> I don't know
0: if the sword chopped his hand off or just stunned him enough for him to let go. Dude, uh, you know that's what I'm going with. Lizards can grow their tail back.
2: Can a frogman <laughs> grow an arm
0: back? Like immediately.
2: <laughs> we don't know how these guys became frogmen. I mean, come on. There's something supernatural so one of the things.
1: On. One of the things I read was originally they wanted Toady to have forearms. And that was something that got cut. So, oh, interesting.
2: Yeah, I don't think it it was necessary. No. Uh, anyway, Toadie falls over the edge. He's dead. He doesn't go down to check, but he he does take a look, and he's down there, kind of, you know, sprawled out. Um, Hell goes back to the car.
0: Um, and At this point, he thinks the girls are dead. He thinks, he thinks they've all dead. been blown up. Yeah he, yeah. he thinks
2: they're dead, but they're not. I didn't think they were going to be either. Uh, No, they call out to him and they're, they're fine.
0: Yeah. They come out. The, uh, spangle comes up to, comes up to him and he gives her a big smooch right on the lips. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But she
0: says, uh, she says, stop, you got to save yourself for the fertiles. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. And he says, I have enough. (laughs) Then something weird happens. She pushes a button on her earring I guess cuz it's connected to the um the chastity belt thing.
2: Not That's not how
0: happens. Tell. Nothing happens and he reveals that he's not on their leash anymore. Somehow he 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 turned off the contraption at some point in the movie. Was it when Tody punched him in the groin? Did it break it? No, I think I, it was earlier in the movie. I think it was. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Maybe well, he anyway. still has it on, but she can't control it. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, they what was she trying to do with the with the earring button? Shock him, or I don't know.
1: I think it's like a yeah. shock
0: collar, maybe.
1: Yeah,
2: we've. It's probably during the parts that we missed. He probably gets shocked in the mm-hmm. groin a few times.
0: So he's fallen for a woman that has been shocking him over and over in the <laughs> groin. <Yeah. laughs> I can relate. <laughs>
2: So they kiss again and uh, and now he finds out that he has to get all these girls pregnant because she's like, maybe after you get all of them pregnant, we can get some time off just for the two of us. Yeah. yeah and, she uh, says, a couple uh, weeks off.
0: Yeah, a couple yeah, weeks she off. She says, maybe after you're finished with your duties. And he says, what do you mean when I'm finished my duties? And they turn around and the girls are all looking at him. <laughs> giggling. And then he smiles. <laughs> and do you guys have his last line?
2: Uh, Yeah, I remember it. I didn't write it down, but he says uh, a soldier's work is never done.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that leads me to believe he has not done his duties yet.
1: Yeah, I was under the same impression. Like he's not hooked up with anyone yet.
0: Right. They must have uh, just rescued these women.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm. I thought maybe these were just the latest girls they've rounded up, but he'd been doing his duty the rest of the movie.
1: I don't know. Like I I I'm starting to think that maybe they were just women they rescued from Frogtown. Like there's not a whole lot going on that we missed, like, you know, other than traveling to Frogtown and maybe freeing these women that were captive.
2: I bet we're gonna find out though, because I don't think anyone's gonna hold the middle on this one.
1: Right. <laughs> I don't
0: I don't think so either.
2: There's uh too much here. Yep, that's the end of the movie and I can give you some critics reviews. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, I was a little afraid they might not have anything on this movie because it seems so obscure, but they had nine critics reviews and it's a 56% rotten, but close Hmm. to fresh. I think that's pretty good. That's pretty good good compared to most of the movies we've seen. 56% is not bad at all. Oh yeah, more than Uh, half
0: of those critics liked it.
2: Yeah. Interestingly, Because usually the critics are harder on a movie than the audience, but the audience only gave it 46% on 2,500 plus ratings, which is pretty good. Wow. Mike Massey of Gone with the Twins says, the humor is continually overpowered by the numbing lack of sincere adventure. But Michelle Kisner of the Movie Sleuth says, at any rate, Hell Comes to Frogtown is a decent flick, warts and all. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Just good
0: one.
1: <laughs> well, I gotta ask. I, I don't know the name, but you guys have name dropped. Uh, I think someone from Blu-ray.com. Does this individual have a review?
2: No. If he ah. did, he'd be in there. Yeah. No. Okay. Brian Orton, I think, is his name. We haven't we Brian, haven't seen one Brian time. Orndorff. Brian Orndorff. Haven't yeah, seen anything Paul's, from him lately.
0: He's Paul's uh, nephew. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Could have definitely gotten him for this season. Uh, that's all I have from Rotten Tomatoes this time around.
0: Um, do, so you had s- a nugget about oh, go ahead. the location.
1: Yeah. So uh, that fight scene with Toadie, that whole scene was at Vasquez rocks. And that's actually where Captain Kirk battled Gorn in the original Star Trek series. Interesting. So I thought that was interesting.
2: That is it actually interesting. nugget. It looked to me like um, where the Tuscan Raiders lived. In Star Wars, not mm. totally. Trey. I can yeah. see that too. I, because when they came up on uh, Devlin and he's laying down, and all you see is that brown cloak. It looked like a Tuscan Raider who had mm. been attacked or something it was just laying there on the ground.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that area is not too far outside of LA, so I'm betting there's a ton of movies and TV shows that have there were. This was
0: lot, so. so. This was the last film to be shot at the Indian Dunes Movie Ranch. And it is it it is in Valencia, California. So it was originally a farm that they turned into like a shooting location for movies. And after this movie, they turned it back into a farm in 1990. Hmm. Um, but one other interesting thing about this ranch is that this is also where they shot Twilight Zone, the movie, back in 1982. Okay. Are you guys familiar with the accident that happened yes. on that yes. movie? Yes, yes. I just yeah. learned about this like two weeks ago. Wow.
2: Really?
1: Oh man. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, it. there is a series that's on, um, AMC plus that's tied to shutter. And it's basically about, um, not necessarily does it, cursed, cursed films is what it's called. And there's an episode in the twilight zone that kind of really goes into this. That'd be worth checking out.
0: Okay. Yeah. So that happened on the same movie shooting location as hell comes to Frogtown. Interesting. It was about six or seven years earlier, probably. Yeah. So for, for listeners who may not know, they were shooting twilight zone, the movie in uh 1982 produced by Steven Spielberg. And uh, I think it might have multiple directors. Cause it, it was like, it was like d- different four stories. or five different directors. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, and but- this particular one was this segment was directed by John Landis. And he was coming off of um, an American werewolf in London, animal, it was it an Animal House? Trading, uh, place, trading yeah, places. Yeah, coming to America. Yeah, he was but it definitely nice left like a black mark on his career.
0: So what, what was the accident, Smitty? I mean, you probably know it better than I do.
1: It was a, a helicopter accident that killed um, uh, Vic, Vic Morrow, Morrow. and yeah. two uh, children. And I want to say there, were, there was violations, like like the crew had worked longer hours than they should have. There was a number of things that went wrong here.
0: It was two child actors from China, both like under the age of 12 or 13, and they broke all kinds of rules with these child actors. They were shooting at like 2 o'clock in the morning, which is after, after like a 12-hour day with these children. Um, and yeah, both children and Vic Morrow, both are all perished, unfortunately.
2: Yep. Yeah. Tragic. Yeah, it's
0: bad. Um, <laughs> well,
2: on that note. <laughs> do Can we go over our predictions from
0: last week? I'd love to know how we did. All right. Oh, let's yeah, take a look yeah. at our predictions. We had five questions and we differed on a few of them. Uh, so the first question was, does Roddy Piper survive? We all said yes. So we all get a point for that. Ding. (laughs) Does Roddy Piper hook up with the blonde nurse? We all said yes. And we got it correct.
2: That was a no brainer.
0: So two for two so far. Okay. This is the first one where we differed a little bit. Is the word Frogtown said in the last 10 minutes? I didn't Mm -hmm. hear it. I didn't hear it either.
2: I heard, oh no, maybe not.
0: All right. Dan and myself said, yes. Smitty, you said no. So I think we give you the point. You're three for three. Next question. Do we see Squid Lips in the last 10 minutes? I don't believe we did.
1: We did not. don't think so. I don't think
0: Toadie is Squid Lips. No. Dan and Smitty said, yes. I said, no. So that's (sighs) a point for me. And then finally, does the movie end with a woman giving birth? I said yes. You two said no. <laughs> you guys got that one. Finally got a point. So, Dan, you and I basically scored the same number of points this week. So, my lead remains at two.
2: Okay. We can, uh, we'll figure out the guest scoring based on number of questions and percentages. But right okay. now, as the guest, you would be leading all scoring.
1: Okay. Wow. Smitty all right. Smitty.
0: Smitty got, four out of five correct he's eighty so percent I can tell you 80%. that's eighty percent yeah that is eighty percent you don't
2: need a calculator
0: uh
2: all right well good week do we have any other games or anything else any any other trivia was there, there was the- one other thing I
1: flagged okay uh, so new world pitchers wanted Daniel Stern for the role of Sam hell really really yeah
2: boy I think that wouldn't have not been a good decision
1: no. They've been awful.
2: Why did they want Daniel Stern? Because at that time, 1988, he's really only known for being the uh, voice of Kevin Arnold as an adult yeah. on the wonder years. And that just came out in 88, I believe. So what, what was, he was the draw of Daniel Stern at the
0: time? Yeah, It's interesting.
1: Yeah. And I don't know if he actually auditioned for it or they were just seeking him out or like hmm. that information was not provided. I just saw that they wanted him,
2: you know, uh, I think he was in city slickers and that might've been 87. Okay. Could've, no, might've, might've
0: been 89. No, 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 no. It was really? 89. Yeah. That was before home alone.
2: I'm looking at I believe so. City, no, home city. Alone. city slickers is 1991. So it's a year after home alone.
0: Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cause there's a, else. I remember watching a behind the scene things about behind the scenes thing about home alone. And there was something about Joe Pesci had, had either never heard of Daniel Stern or didn't want to act with Daniel Stern because he wasn't a big name. And of course they ended up like being a great pairing for those movies. Now that I look at
2: his resume, I remember one movie that I knew him from, from early on in 82, he was in diner. Um, But he had been acting since 79. He was in a lot of stuff. He was in breaking away. That was a cycling movie um, with some other, I wouldn't say well-known actors, but, actors whose names you've heard of, uh, stardust memories. I, that's a Woody Allen movie in 1980. So he definitely been around. He was in another, he was in another Woody Allen movie in 86, Hannah and her sisters. Now,
1: now just going back with our history a little bit, I'm surprised Steven didn't recognize him from the diner. That's uh I feel like you used to reference that movie quite a bit. I, I did used to reference it just
0: because it was filmed in Baltimore. That's the only reason. Oh, there's a bunch of people in that. Yeah,
2: so he definitely was somebody with a career before this movie came out. So right. probably more, of, and certainly more of an acting career than uh, Reginald Toomes or whatever, Roderick Toomes, whatever his name was.
0: Well, <laughs> you heard it here first, season three of Hold the Middle, all Daniel Stern movies. <laughs> you're going to get the Hold the Middle on the Malagro Beanfield
2: War, uh, <laughs> Leviathan, a lot yeah, of good stuff. I think I
1: saw Chud in there.
2: Chud uh, is in there. Yes, it is. Uh, yep, maybe even some bushwhack or Celtic pride. Uh, that we could we could do a whole season
1: on Daniel Stern. That
2: would be the away. end
0: of Hold the Middle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, no other games. I thought trivia would be enough for you, Dan. Apparently, you want more games. So no,
2: this is this is good. It was it was a good episode. So thanks so much for coming back uh, for a second
0: go round. It was fun.
1: No, thanks guys for having me. I really enjoyed this.
0: I think you picked a good movie. Um, and um maybe we'll bring you back for a segment on our season finale. Okay,
1: yeah. To because I'm gonna something. watch this know, whole thing, so Okay. So yeah, yeah so maybe
0: on the on the finale you can give your full review. Yeah. Yeah, like sounds good, guys.
2: All right. Thanks, Manny. Thanks, Steven, talk to you guys soon. All
1: right. See, thanks. You. see you guys.
2: If you like this podcast, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at HoldTheMiddle.